You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone. Today we have a spe- special interview with recently signed undrafted free agent by the Rangers, Austin Ruchoff. Austin played three years as a forward at Western Michigan. We're super excited to have you on, Austin. How's it going? Yeah, thanks. Doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, we won't sure. waste your time. We'll get right into the first question. Kyriakos, why don't you take us away with that one? Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of start talking about, like, your early um, hockey career and kind of just, like, walk through how you started playing hockey as a youngster, some of the people that motivated you um, to get where you are today, and just kind of walk through the steps of, um, uh, yeah, just how, how, how you got here today to sign with the Rangers. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, childhood was pretty, it was pretty simple. Um you know, dad got me to hockey. I think I started skating around, uh, I want to say around four years old. Um, just at a rink about 20 minutes from my house and then played roller when I was that same year. Uh, I didn't start ice hockey until like five years old. Um, played, uh, played with the AAA Blues um, all the way up until pretty much U16. So nothing really crazy there. Um, and then uh, once U16s happened, I moved teams to a new AAA team in St. Louis. And then um, played there for two years, uh, did pretty well, uh, started playing in the Null. Um, I actually got cut from my Null team for the first time. And then uh, some kid actually ended up leaving uh, right before training camp. So they called me up and then said I could be there, but uh, didn't play until like, uh, I think Thanksgiving, didn't play a single game. Wow. Ended up leaving, going back to June, uh, going back to AAA, but I didn't go back to St. Louis and went to Iowa played there for like two months, um, ended up playing uh, two games in the USHL, uh, two games in all, and then uh, finished out the year in uh, in Minnesota. Wow. So that was like, that was like yeah. Oh, you're all like, over the place, huh? I know. I was a, I was a suitcase. I was a suitcase <laughs> that year. And then uh, geez, the next year was – next two next years were pretty stable. Um, played in uh, Austin, Minnesota from the mall. The next year was in uh, Dubuque. Um, that was a really good year. And then uh, three years at Western, and then now I'm here. That's crazy. I mean, for you kind of going through all those different teams, like uh, obviously you said you got you got cut from the first uh, NHL team. How did that kind of like hurt your confidence? And how did you kind of battle through that to get – um to where you are today yeah it was tough you know i was like i think i was 16 too i was young so just hearing that that you you know you're not playing and never really gave me a good explanation of why um i was actually a crazy uh i was the only kid in high school so they wouldn't do morning skates before i would while i was in school i couldn't be at morning skates and i guess they would put the lineup out at morning skates so i would never see them um (laughs) So I would not know if I was playing and I would show up at the rink like two hours and have to like walk in to the coach's office and ask if I was playing. They would just be like, no. Oh, that's right. So it was like super, yeah, it was super tough. And they would like, 
they're like looking at me weird like I didn't know and I was like okay I gotta get out of here <laughs> I mean it hurts your confidence a little bit but you know I was so young at the time so I knew I had plenty of time did you have any mentors growing up yeah um definitely back in St. Louis and AAA um I was on Matthew Kachuk's team so Keith Kachuk was around constantly wow yeah him um uh Al McGinnis um he was around a lot uh Jeff Brown was one of my coaches for the very beginning of uh AAA so a lot of those guys just were always around the rink um all their kids played for that organization in St. Louis so um they taught you a few a few things that those are like those are big names too that's not like you know I don't even know I don't even know what's like some scrub in the NHL today but like <laughs> Keith, Keith Kachuk is a it's a big deal. Al McKinnis is a big deal. Even Jeff Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, Huge crazy. guys. Huge mentors. Um, you know, just for the hockey side of it and just like seeing how they, and it was Keith uh, Kachuk was, uh, he was like coaching us while he was still playing in the NHL. So seeing him, oh, like wow. his daily habits and everything uh, was pretty mind boggling and how he juggled that. I don't know how, but um, it was pretty special. Yeah, I think that's, like you said, like not even the hockey side of it, just like the way that they carry themselves. And like you can learn a lot from their professional attitude. So I think that's really great that you had them yeah. um, to yeah. kind of look up to while you're growing up. Yeah, especially as a young kid too, just soaking all that in um, was huge. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So for the Ranger fans that haven't seen you in action, how would you describe your play style? I would describe it as a... Uh... You know, the typical big forward physical player. Um, I do like the offensive side of it. Um, a little bit more than defense. I think everyone likes that. But I think I have come a long way from my defensive side. Um, you know, freshman year was pretty was pretty tough on college hockey. But now it's um, – I think my defensive game is outstanding now. But, uh, you know, just I guess a big power forward that can uh, – like a stick handle. And I think I have a pretty good shot too. Yeah, for sure. I just want to bring up a quick little stat. The last NHL forward that was six foot seven, I don't know if you know this, was uh, all star MVP John Scott. So, <laughs> so uh, I just oh, kind of wanted to ask how much you think your size helps you um, to kind of fill that role? <laughs> the John Scott role, I guess. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I guess my size just kind of helps with the reach. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's like kind of the only thing really shielding the puck, screening the goalie too. Um, I think being on the penalty kill too, uh, taking away those lanes. Yeah, I remember I played I played peewee and I was like a foot taller than every single other kid I played with because I just had like an insane growth spurt when I was that young. So every single time I made a hit on anyone, it w- they were all clean. It would just be like shoulder to their head because they were so much shorter. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, so I got that in college too, oh especially my God. in like junior. It's so oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's a part of the every single hit, time. Or I would get hit in the head, like clear, like shoulder and <laughs> my head, and they would not call. And I'd be like, well, I don't know how. They're not calling. I don't know how you're not calling. It's just because it. you're the bigger guy. They're like, nah, screw you. I'm not going to call. Penalty. Yeah, <laughs> right. Head contact on the tallest guy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like, how would you? How do you deal with that? Like, even you, Kyriakos, like, you know, bodying someone that's way shorter than you. That's like Zuccarello height. Like, how do you? Like, you probably got called for lot lots of penalties. You too, right? Yeah, 
yeah for sure i don't know i don't even know how i would like go about it i guess i guess i would just have to you just have to pick your hits um i guess you can't really like i think it might probably be different in pro i haven't been there yet but hopefully soon but <laughs> it just kind of pick your hits right right exactly yeah don't go in there charging uh anyway oh, yeah. <laughs> anyways on the note of john scott as we as kiriakos brought up before big guys aren't supposed to have hands as uh soft as yours like what how do you how are your hands so soft like john scott's were always stone except for in the all-star game obviously because he won mvp it was just great well well i appreciate you guys saying that i have soft hands um, <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know i guess it's just time, all the time sticking uh i guess in line and practice or um i guess in the basement when i was a kid i don't know um i kind of like i really don't know <laughs> i think my hands are pretty good i think definitely for being big they shouldn't be as good as they are but i think it's just me just kind of i guess messing around with the puck all the time yeah have you, i get have that have you ever seen the uh the drills patrick kane does stick land stick handling like in practice on his own that is yeah i i you know the the biggest one is the video of him going through the pucks um yeah. the battle yeah. commercial is you know every time the pucks get pouring out or um before a game all the pucks get put in the middle when you're like doing a breakout drill and i'll always try to stick him all around those pucks um just by habit not anywhere near as good as him but um, but it is it is kind of fun yeah no I get that I wanted to ask you're you're an American boy too I wanted to ask which where's your dominant hand you have it on the top or the bottom I have it on the bottom so you have I'm it on the right bottom hand. okay yeah so yeah. I know a lot of American players kind of grow up with that that bottom hand oh, as their dominant but a lot of Europeans keep it on top and they have a lot better uh, like skill type of moves because of that um, so I was just interested in that yeah, no, I, I I do notice that sometimes too, but, you know, I think a lot of Americans are right-hand dominant. Yeah. All right. Uh, we were reading, I read a, a couple articles and a lot of them said that you were going to be like the next Brian Boyle. Uh, Kyriakos and I are huge Rangers fans and we loved Boyle. Like growing up, he was, he was awesome. Great, great center. Um, do you think like that's an accurate comparison be compared to an NHL like Brian Boyle for you yeah yeah no for sure um that you know he was physical you know that's what the Rangers wanted me to be um kind of compared me as when I was signing and doing going through all the interview process and all that but yeah I think uh I think I hopefully I can maybe put a few pucks in the back of the net like he did and uh his defensive side of the game is um one of the biggest assets so um those are big shoes to fill Hmm. Yeah, yeah, we loved him. He did a lot of great stuff. He had a 20 goal season one year. I remember that. Really. Yeah, that was a big year for him. So, how do you work on your face offs? This is one of my last questions, but how do you work on your face offs? There's a lot of analysts that say that uh, that's one of your biggest strengths. Yeah, so pretty much face offs would just be um, just practice them every, after every practice, after every single practice. Um, all the centers, um, especially on my college team, would just come out after practice go to the center dot and we would just do take face-offs against each other non-stop or uh and then afterwards sometimes i would work on i'd have someone just drop the puck like a rough and time it so the puck as soon as it hits the ice my stick is moving it back toward the d so just timing 
I feel like there's so much like science behind faceoffs that I do not understand. I play defense my whole life, and I just like look at guys practicing. I'm like, I have no clue what you're doing right now. There, there's so there's so much on uh, <laughs> on faceoffs, and I didn't know until I got to college, and then they started to teach me all the stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's and we we watch video on how to take faceoffs. So I, I watch video on uh, on how a centerman takes faceoffs if they do a certain thing. And then just go against it, and I'm, it's it's wild, but it is uh, it is a pretty fun skill to have. Yeah, for is there sure. like a specific uh, move that you have on your faceoffs? Because like I always pick this up when when the Rangers play the Flyers and Drew's taking a faceoff. Like he does this he does this really really cool thing where he he pushes with like his shoulder and he kicks it back with his skate. You have yeah, any- so that's me. So that means that guy's pro- the other guy he's going against means that he's up taller he's not much down low so he's trying to win it with speed so all he has to do is just out muscle him so he just puts his stick underneath his stick out muscles him and then just kicks it or waits for his winger to come in and take the puck hmm. yeah it's crazy speaking about um the fact that when you got to college you learned a lot about taking faceoffs. a lot of um analysts as well say that you had some of your best years of development um at western michigan um what do you think went right for you um there at the school and and how has has college hockey really been been going for you? It, it was it was great um, coming in. I wasn't really expecting much freshman year, but I kind of think I exceeded my expectations freshman year, and that kind of gave me confidence going into the next two years. Um, and you have so much practice time too. You only play two games a weekend. Sometimes you have weekends off, so you're constantly practicing, constantly working on every skill. Um, I guess just every every day we had a different thing that we worked on, whether it was um, power play and then some days it'd be penalty kill next day it'd be you know working on tracking um and then every day was face off so i think just the way of how much practice i had really developed my game into where it is now all right yeah that's awesome kind of take me back to your decision to join western michigan was it ever a decision to maybe go uh go like a higher level juniors um before your draft year or were you always set on on college hockey I was pretty much always set on college hockey. Um, never really thought I was drafted in the OHL. Like, geez, I think I was like 15 at the time. Um, okay. I never really, I never really thought I would go to the OHL. I was kind of set on college. Um, okay. right. I could, I could have stayed one more year at Dubuque, but I kind of really didn't want to be an age out. And uh, um, I think it was kind of pointless for me to stay one more year. Yeah. So I, yeah, just to thought I would just start my development in college I feel like a lot of a lot of American players are starting to to go to college a lot more than they used to because um, I think they have some really great programs that are getting a lot better too um so I wanted to ask a little bit about the training camps that you've been invited to at the NHL level um you've been invited to three different ones um and kind of take me through that experience for you and what do you think went right and wrong during those camps Ah. Uh... Not much, not much went wrong there. You can't really, I mean, you go to those things and it's not really anything negative that happens there. You get taught a lot, I think. Um, I went to Toronto. Toronto's was amazing. Um, we played a lot of full ice games there. I think there were like total of five games we played. So that was really nice to show like your full skill set. Um, then St. Louis was a lot more skill-based, uh, teaching us how to eat right, strength training. Um, on the ice with skills, we just played like three on three at the end of the day. Um, 
And then Columbus's was a lot more how to be a pro. I think each one was a different teaching principle. So that kind of helped me a lot. I was just going to say, you got like three, like huge different facets of the game under your belt. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was good choosing by me, I guess, to go to those. (laughs) So what made you decide to ultimately sign with the Rangers then? It was just, they needed they needed centers i think that's the biggest thing i mean I, you see it everywhere they, they need centers and um they're going to get a lot in these drafts too so that's going to be huge for for us um so just that spot that i, I you know had a chance of filling um you know obviously i wouldn't go to a team that had plenty of great centers um so and them and it's just it's new york so it's, it's an unbelievable city so why not Chris lives in New York. It's it's great, right? Yeah, no, I love it. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've been I've been over here, um, training over here. So I mean, it's been nothing but special. Yeah, after you live here, I don't think you could live anywhere else. <laughs> I, 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 and I'm from Missouri, so you know, coming from a country country state, coming over here is is a big difference. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Um, so I mean, you kind of touched on it. The Rangers do have kind of a lack in depth at the center position, but. In all other facets of their prospect pool, um, they probably have one of the best in the NHL right now. Um, What do you think is the most important thing you can do as a player to kind of set yourself apart from those other prospects other than your position? Uh, Pretty much just, just, I guess it's just, uh, it's just show my defensive side. I think the defensive side of my game is is probably going to be the difference maker. Um, I think my offensive game is where it needs to be. It could obviously be way better, but I think it's where it needs to be. I think my defensive game can always be way better um, and can get better and needs to get better. So I think that, and uh, I think if I get faster too, um, especially going to pro from college to pro, it's every level you go up as high as faster. So you need to get faster. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good point you bring up. I mean, I think the pace of the game is probably the hardest adjustment for a lot of players. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you probably have it in you. Um, (laughs) but what are your expectations for the next season? I know you just signed with them, um, this summer, but where do you kind of see yourself going? Well, hopefully we can get the season started. That's the first thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to be on the Rangers this year. I mean, that's like, that's everyone's first goal. Um, everyone's main goal. Um, I do see myself doing that. I want, I want to do that. Um, yeah, I think I can make the team. I really do. I think a lot of guys have the opportunity to as well. So I think it's just going to come down to who wants it more. That's really awesome that you already have that mindset. You're already shooting yeah. for the top. I love that. As a fan, that's what okay. I want That's what I want to see. Like, I like to rant and stuff. Like when, when, when my teams don't do well, I'm a Mets fan too. So, um, when they don't show up to play, I just get really mad, but I like that confidence. Oh yeah. So, uh, have you met any of the guys from like Hartford or um, on the Rangers yet? Uh, right now we're, um, we skate Wednesdays. So we're, sh- uh, we're actually shooting on Lundquist. Lundquist is skating with us every Wednesday. Oh, hell yeah. Um, really? So yeah. So that's probably good for you guys to hear. Um, <laughs> so he's been skating with us. He's been, the guy's a workhorse. He works so hard. He takes so many shots and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Stops a lot of them, obviously, but uh, well, yeah, you put a call um, past him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, I did a couple <laughs> times, but he's he's got me, he's got my number, and everyone else. <laughs> um, Lemieux's been a couple times, he's, he's been working out. Um, 
I saw Mark Stahl a couple times, but uh, oh, probably won't. Rip. Yeah, I won't, won't see him any more times. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he was. Yeah, he's a he's a true professional, though. Just how he was around this training facility. Um, who else was there? Uh, guys that are working out, we're working out with Fox. Fox is in uh, working out. He's, he's skated with us last Wednesday. Um, and then uh, pretty much guys that are just recently signed or uh, drafted. So Keandre Miller's with us. Quarterenko, oh, uh, cool. Richards. Um, yeah. That's awesome. A lot of, uh, pretty much all those guys. I know you speak. You spoke about it a little bit before when you went to those uh, training camps, but I think just playing with those guys at the professional level and kind of seeing what you can and can't do against them really gives yourself gives you more confidence to kind of see like, yo, I could play with these guys. Like I probably do have that in me to go to the next step, and I think that's really huge. Like it's something you can't really see playing against like maybe college guys or, or lower levels, but once you play with those guys and you see that your kind of skill set kind of works with them. Um, I think that's really uh, great to see. Yeah, no, it really does. It either, you know, you either get shut down by someone that's amazing and then you know where you're at or you do something good and, and you know you did and then your confidence goes up. So it's kind of a win-win. So you pretty you pretty much answered this, but I'll, I'll just ask it anyways. Um, what's your preference and position? Because NHL.com listed you as a forward and there's multiple sites that say you're a right winger, but – uh, there's articles that say you've played three years at Western Michigan as a center. And of course, like I said, uh, you pretty much, you pretty much focused on uh, just being a center, but what's your preference center, right? Center for, yeah. Center for sure. Yeah. I think you have just more uh, control, I guess, more responsibility. And I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I do. I do see that. They list me as a right wing, but yeah. no, yeah. I'm a uh, we'll message them after this. Tell them to change it. No, <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> no, I think that's great that you you kind of pride yourself on your defensive game. I think centers, especially um, that that do have that really solid defensive game, are extremely hard to come by. So I think if you kind of develop that the right way, you're, you're gonna go. You're gonna go in good places. Yeah, absolutely. Future Selkie Trophy winner. I want to say that. <laughs> I like to hear that. I like to <laughs> uh, what was your favorite team going up? You said you were born in Missouri, so I'm just going to assume it was the Blues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can do the math there. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite player? It's cliche to say, but Kiki Chuck was my favorite. But if I had to go on that, I really didn't meet. Um, It'd honestly be Pavel Dimitrov, actually, growing up watching him play for the Blues. I know I know that's crazy, but watching him play for the Blues when I was like six or seven years old was pretty, was pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. And then the last question I have is, uh, do you have a favorite TV or Netflix show right now? Oh, man. Um, not really. Um trying to think i definitely got into a show or something i have some recommendations uh, yeah let me let me hear them because i haven't oh, really there's... i guess i just been playing xbox <laughs> yeah, i have been too what have you been playing i've been playing call of duty with my buddies we either do uh warzone or or we go to multiplayer but uh, kind of just go there and screw around yeah I guess. i'm, I'm not very I'm, good i'm halo halo i know yeah. the new halo is coming out so that'll be that'll be special i know yeah, like... everybody's gonna get it it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I, I hope it's going to be good. But uh, anyway, so the the shows that I, I've been watching, it's 
there's one on Amazon Prime. It's called The Boys. And it's just like a really interesting take on superheroes and if they're on payroll. It's really messed up, the show. Oh, that's really, kind of cool. Really good. Yeah. And oh, you know what? That, that reminds me, though, is I – I don't know why that reminded me. I the show I actually watched this summer was uh was Ballers. Ah, uh, okay. Ballers. I never heard that one. Yeah, that's the show I watched. I liked that one. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you're probably stuck at home a lot during quarantine. What have you been doing other than? <laughs> other yeah, than uh, season season ended. Um, went home, signed with the Rangers, and it was kind of like it didn't feel <laughs> real because I didn't I didn't leave my house for like two months afterwards. So I was like, is, did I actually leave school and don't? sign pro or not <laughs> is this just a dream <laughs> like, yeah i know it, it felt like that just because nothing was nothing around the world was, was moving forward everything was at a standstill <laughs> except you <laughs> yeah really how was that how was that process like obviously they interviewed you before right how, how did that, all that go down yeah um after the year they were just saying that they were interested in bringing me up on the i guess on the team and on, on signing me a contract and then uh had an interview with them so like pretty much all of them with the gm head coach assistant coach um all of them and then uh had to do it over phone i don't know if they would if i would come to new york to do that or not but um did it over the phone but i drove home um to be with my family because i kind of knew i i kind of wanted to leave Mm -hmm. what do they ask you during those interviews i always meant to ask someone do they just like ask like standard interview questions or it's kind of what you think and then it's just like what do you bring to the team um what do you bring to us uh how are you gonna show us how to prove ourselves you know kind of just you know basic basic questions but you know questions that are super important yeah for sure did you have any other teams kind of come at you uh i i guess a few not not as much as the rangers and that's what kind of convinced me to sign with the rangers too is the rangers were were confident in me and you know they liked how i played and everything so i just thought it, it was a super comfortable decision that's awesome yeah they're willing to bet on you why not right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so i was just gonna say about like the interview questions uh i was watching a video like brian burke was explaining how the nail yakupov uh interview process went and that it was the worst interview he had ever done and he's he's got he's had a pretty pretty long car- uh career he was the one that managed to get both Sedin twins in the, in Vancouver. He pulled off like some voodoo with these trades and stuff and ended up getting the second and third overall pick in 99. But he said he usually asks like a question that throws off the person that comes in. That's like, you know, that they, they're so rigid or whatever. They they have their prepared answers and it's just like, all right, just answer truthfully. I don't want like a prepared answer. I'm not, I just want to see what you say. Yeah, I think I think guys go in those interviews and they kind of just think about the generic questions and then they get thrown a question they didn't even think they were going to ask and uh, um, and all that. I know a cool a cool story though. My teammate Matias Samuelson was uh, doing the draft interviews mm-hmm. and he said, "Do you guys remember when uh, Winnipeg had that Fortnite problem with uh, <laughs> with Lana?" Um, yeah. 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 He said, he said he went into that interview and the first question they asked him was, Do you play Fortnite? And he, he said he said I do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. He said he answered it and was like, Oh man. 
totally forgot about it. But it's he a trick. Fortnite, so. <laughs> it was uh, he. He. I mean, he answered it truthfully. He did. He did play a lot of Fortnite, but I thought it was just hilarious that he answered truthfully. That's awesome! <laughs> wow. I kind of want to take this back um, to where you were talking about how you how you've been playing out playing with Longquist um, at those skates. What can you say about his professionalism? I've heard that in practices, even when he gives up like one goal in the practice, he gets pissed and he just like <laughs> he doesn't even want to give up a goal in practice. Like what, no, what yeah, it like that. It's like that. Um, you know, he comes out and immediately wants shots. Like just like the thing that surprised me, and I think that separates him from a lot of other goalies is I've had goalies that um, don't want to do two-on-ones and he wanted to do two-on-ones. He wanted to do two-on-ones too. Um, and I don't think any goalie would do that. And at the end of practice, which I'm sure he's dead tired, um, made us take breakaways from different angles from the eyes. Jesus Christ. That's like a nightmare. And I'm just like, I just like, I can't imagine. I, how I, I can name it. It's just a workout. Like that. Because uh, he's been he's been pulling his weight with this franchise for over 15 years. He knows that you know his defense might let him down another time. That he's got to be ready for for that. You know what I mean, Kyriakos? Yeah, obviously. I mean it's yeah, but I mean like it's crazy though. Like, we have, like do like a drill where it's a, a three short breakaways, and we do it like three times, and I'll go like one for nine. <laughs> Hey, at least you could say you put one in, eh? <laughs> I know, right? It's like a little short, quick, quick shot or something. Not, a, not making I would like, a move or anything. I would like put that on my Instagram bio. Like, yeah, I scored on long quiz. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> my career highlight. <laughs> nah, hopefully you have a lot, a lot more uh, to say for yourself as the years go on. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, dude. Um, super, super happy you decided to come on. It was really great talking with you. Um, we got some really insightful things from you. And uh, we hope to see you in red, white, and blue soon, dude. Absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all right. Don't forget us when you're uh, first line center, all right? Absolutely. When you're playing with Aaron, remember us, please. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right, dude. Thank you so much for coming on today, man. Yeah, no problem. It was a blast. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.